0: Thank you. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Bold Beautiful Borderline podcast. It's your host, Sarah and Lori, and we are back from our extended break. Lori is now married, which is very exciting. You guys obviously saw the photos. They're just stunning. Um, we're so excited for Lori and Aaron. And um, shout out to a super feeler who recently got engaged to, you know, who you are. Very cool. Very cool. Um, seems like there's been a lot of changes in all of our lives over the summer. And so Lori and I are just back to talk about the pod and how we're moving forward and what you can kind of expect from us. And we're excited to get back to doing our thing and our super feelers thing. So Lori.
1: We're back. We're back. We did get all of your messages guys saying, are you coming back? Are you coming back? Are you coming back? Are you coming back? Yes, we are coming back. (laughs) (laughs) we are not abandoning you no and we love you and we're glad that you are that excited about us coming back I have to say though that break was everything Sarah and I have taken off I think we took off maybe August last year and maybe December the year before I can't remember we took off December last year because
0: I was in the van I remember taking it off so I could do like a van trip and like the holidays
1: Yeah. And like, I think we took off a month of the summer last year. I can't actually remember, but like never what almost two months in a row, which was so amazing. We love recording. We love super feelers, but oh my God, we need to remember to love ourselves a little bit more (laughs) because that break was like so nice. At least for me, I think it was nice for Sarah too, but. Oh yeah. So essential. Yeah. So we're on today to talk a little bit about what this is going to look like in the future. So scheduling and just like life is hard. As we all know, the world is complicated and Sarah and I love recording. We love recording together. We love recording separately. We love recording about borderline and talking to all of you. So we are going to continue to record, but we're going to probably be doing more episodes solo um, as more of a alternating schedule just to help us be able to have our own lives outside of the podcast and yeah, just be able to regulate ourselves um, because scheduling together and having such intense schedules is super, super tough for both of us. And we think this is a really good way to move forward. Is that a good summary? Yeah, I think that's the best, best overview
0: we can provide. Um, I do think like it's important to say that for me, that us choosing to record like separately, we want to make sure everybody knows like Lori and I are not breaking up. We I absolutely adore you, Lori. And you're like just the love of my little borderline life. And for me, this feels like a really helpful um, tool or step for us to continue to have like a friendship because when we're in this recording and hosting super feelers like partnership and we have very different skills, yeah. skills, I think. I mean, I think our styles go well together. I think people like it, but I think like skills of the intersection of my ADHD and BPD makes it really hard for me to maintain the, um, structure that Lori's anxiety really drives her to want to maintain and prefer to maintain. And so like, it really is a preventative factor for us in our friendship to, to have fewer expectations on scheduling together so that we can, like so that she's not disappointed and frustrated in me. And so that I'm not like anxious, afraid and avoiding her because I have to cancel or, you know, whatever. So this feels just like a really good, um, healthy way for us to move forward. And also just like helps us enjoy the, the work again, because I do feel like at one point in the podcast, it just felt like a super heavy grind of like we have to show up in a certain way and it has to look like something for our people. And I do think we both agree that the joy kind of got sucked out of it and we lost the spirit of um, the advocacy work that we're doing in this podcast. Like we love our relationships with you guys and we want to be able to show up for you consistently, but in, in the pressure we put on ourselves to show up consistently, I think we forgot about like the nature of what we were really doing here. Does that feel fair to say?
1: Totally. It, it very much felt like work instead of creation. Um, and we really like came into this thinking like, we're going to do like one episode per symptom and we're going to call it, nobody's going to listen anyways and whatever. And like, what was really cool about, um, having that longer break is that we've realized that like, people are still finding our podcast every single day. like. The numbers of downloads didn't even change over the course of the like two months that we didn't put out any new episodes, which is super cool. And at the end of the day, like I think we were almost at seventy episodes now, and we were going to have nine. So like, you know, we I think it's like seventy-three or something bananas, and like thirty-five thousand downloads. Well, and the Patreon episodes too. Like, there's bonus episodes on Patreon that like we don't even count in those numbers, right? So like, it's just one of those things where it's like wow we already went so much further than we anticipated like super feelers wasn't in the cards when we first started and life is busy and life is stressful and like if this isn't fun for us then like why are we doing it right or like fun or valuable and I think that like Sarah said we kind of lost that like passion piece for a bit and it became more about like well shit it's Sunday again we got to get an episode out like and like my anxiety is really bad for that 100% and
0: oh my god and that just makes me cringe
1: like in shame right like just really induces a shame spiral yeah yeah because I absolutely hate that about myself so like then I'm just like trying really hard to have a life outside of podcasting and like enjoy my life outside of podcasting but being like constantly anxious about not having an episode out or whatever. So I think this way forward of like kind of every other week, you'll get an episode from Sarah. You'll get an episode from me. Um, and then like when we get a chance to record together, like I love recording with Sarah, of course. That's oh my
0: God. I'm obsessed with you.
1: Yeah. It's so much fun. We love recording together. Then we will, but it doesn't have to be this like kind of grind of like, well, shit, now we've got to manage our like absolutely insane schedules, <laughs> like to try and find a time that works for both of us. And then we're totally. not, feeling, we're not feeling well because like it's at the end of the workday or or at the beginning of the workday And like, it's really tough. Right. Um, yeah. so yeah, I'm feeling really good about this way moving forward. And I also think that like, just one other thing that I would love is like, we are so glad that you are all, that you love us so much. Like our listeners, right. You know, I think like having the grace of just like, well, an episode didn't come out this week. Like, that's fine is really helpful because I like the anxiety of this all really like eats at me like 20. Oh my God.
0: I was going to say, Lori feels indebted to you guys in a way that I literally cannot comprehend. And, um, like she really gets upset if she does, if she feels like She and we are not serving you in the way that you all want and need. And that's like a beautiful thing. And it totally eats away at you. And it's like unhealthy for you.
1: Yeah. I hate it. Like love the podcast, love the people. But like that part of me, like literally like eats me up. Um, and like, obviously. And I would
0: argue it like made it hard for you to love me.
1: Cause I was like very often the reason that we didn't have
0: recording consistently happening most of the time.
1: Yeah. But I mean, that's life, right? Like, I, like, I don't know. That's like, that's just like me having to figure out like at work, same thing. Like if I don't answer somebody's email within like 24 hours, I am stressed. Whereas like I'll email somebody at work and they'll take six weeks to get back to me. And they probably didn't even notice, (laughs) you know what I mean? So like, it's definitely something that like my anxiety just like really can't deal with very well. Um, which, you know, maybe a topic for another day (laughs) because I could go on about anxiety for 1,200 years. Totally. Um,
0: And again, the intersection of like my ADHD making it hard for me to follow through and then that triggering your anxiety. And so we're trying to figure out how to navigate that. Um, Can we also address the other elephant in the room? I don't know that this is an elephant in the room for you, but my DMs have been, there's been some questions in my DMs. Should we like talk about that? About what? your wedding.
1: Oh, nobody has asked me.
0: So I've had a lot of questions and I just, can we like, let's just like clear the air. Um, I've had, yeah, I had a lot of people just message me and be like, Oh, you're going to get to meet Lori. How are you feeling? Are you so excited? And then, um, me having to say, I'm not attending the wedding and then people feeling, I don't know, maybe uncomfortable or awkward, or I had one person say, I'm so sorry. I brought it up. So like, let's just like get to the nitty gritty with this. Can we, are we allowed?
1: Yeah, for sure. And also that episode is still unaired <laughs> that one that where we like, yeah. cut where yeah. we had to pause. Yeah. For, yeah.
0: So, um, Lori invited me to her wedding and she invited me to her bachelorette. And I was like, so excited. I remember feeling like, Oh my God, someone loves me enough to have me go to their bachelorette. This is so cool. So I was like, so excited to be included. And this was a while ago. Um, this was a long time ago, last year, middle of winter. And I think at the time I just didn't um, anticipate the way that I would still feel so much trigger and so much shame about my divorce. And I just want to make sure everybody knows that, like, that that's a me thing and that it's not me feeling like jealous of Lori and Aaron. I feel jealous of anyone who can like sustain a beautiful life in a relationship in marriage. And I still very much am fucked up and struggling with my sadness around my divorce. So I made a decision to not attend Lori's wedding and bachelorette because I didn't feel like I would be able to show up in a way that like honored their love the way I would want to. And I didn't want to have any negative feelings associated that might like make it not fun for anyone else. And, um, I really clearly expressed that to Lori, like very, Well, I think many, many months ago, and I was literally like, it's not you, it's me. And I was bawling. I was so upset and afraid to tell you that like, I want to support your union in a way that works for me and doesn't like make me feel some, all of the shame that just isn't safe for me that results in me feeling like suicidal or binge drinking or any of those things. So do you have anything to add to the elephant in my DMs?
1: No that's really funny nobody has brought that up but I was wondering like obviously now I've been distracted cuz like literally the wedding has been a lot of things to think about and my credit card getting stolen and my wallet or my keys going missing and all these things that happened beforehand um so I didn't even it didn't even like occur to me like the week of but I was really wondering like cuz I think we had that conversation in early early May which I super appreciate that we had that conversation so early because like the last thing that anybody wants is like to find something like that out like a week before or whatever right um which does happen at weddings turns out um but yeah we had that conversation in early May and like I think obviously it would have been great to meet Sarah at the wedding and like it would have been great to have you guys but like at the same time it might have detracted like you said right like it would have been like an extra thing to be anxious about. And so in hindsight, like, I'm not that I'm not glad that you weren't there, if that makes sense, but like, you know what I mean? I think, I think that like, you can, I'm glad I wasn't there.
0: I like, (laughs) I like did my, like, I've liked one of your wedding photos and I've told you how beautiful you were. And I asked how it went and now I don't want to ever talk about it again. So,
1: okay. (laughs) And I, and I know that that's where you're at. Right. So like, that's fine. Um, and I've been there. I remember I used to look at people on the bus that were holding hands and want to stab them. So, you know, I, I get that. <laughs> I really do. And yeah, so it definitely was not like a Sarah wasn't invited situation. It was a Sarah requested not to be invited <laughs> situation, which is well, totally fine.
0: And it came like your wedding and our podcast break came at the same time. So I just wanted to make sure everybody knows like, Lori and I are so good. We are not breaking up. Like we're fine. I wasn't at the wedding, not because there's any conflict, but just because that's the choice I had to make to feel emotionally safe. And again, to like ultimately honor your love because you don't need some like sad binge drinking bitch at your wedding that like wants to make an embarrassing toast about how, like, I hope your marriage lasts longer than mine did. Like not cute. And let me tell you, I have done that on the Las Vegas strip. (laughs) And I was like, someone offered me wedding cake from their wedding party, literally. And I was like, oh, sick. I hope your marriage lasts longer than mine did. Year and a half, baby. Like Andrew's like, Sarah, you need to stop. (laughs) You have to stop. And I'm just like, listen, like it, it that's the only thing I can think about is I am just so overwhelmed with shame and feeling of not being good enough that I just cannot witness the wedding. I can totally witness people's like relationships and day-to-day life and like cheer them on. I just, I may never go to another wedding in my life. I didn't go to four weddings this summer from like one from like my best friend from graduate school who I'm like literally obsessed with. Like I didn't go. And so anyways, elephant in the room has been addressed but i just want everybody to know that that was like a very effective safe conversation for us that i felt like went really well
1: yeah no it was it was fantastic and like again neither of us are perfect humans and we try our best to like maintain a relationship when we have to have difficult conversations right and like that was a perfect example of like that would have been i like for me like i understood where your reasoning was coming from and i don't think that i was like surprised by that to be honest but like I can't imagine for you how that how going into that conversation must have felt like that would have been like really anxiety ridden I'm sure and like hopefully once we had the conversation you were like oh okay cool she like gets it like not oh
0: my god immediate relief but yeah all of the fear of like this person that I love and really value I don't want her to like decide she can't be my friend because of this thing you know like have you listened to the cult of weddings on sounds like a cult? No, but I do pull like that. that. Okay. So it was really, they're not talking about marriage specifically, although like they do kind of talk about how marriage is based on like all of these very, very ancient traditional, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Oh, but sure. they were saying like, you know, the cult of, the cult of weddings specifically makes it so that brides who have been, pro, you know, brides, Western, from a Western perspective, brides have been programmed their entire life to think that this is the best day of their life. And so then they might respond with a very heightened emotional kind of presence when someone that they love isn't able to participate in the way that they wanted it to, because they might feel like, well, you don't love me enough to celebrate me on the best day of my life. And like, I really needed Lori to know that that literally couldn't have been further from the truth and that it was completely me. And I think when I showed up to the conversation, just like red and puffy eye and immediately started crying on Zoom, you like knew what we were doing and where we were going.
1: Totally, totally. And I I really need to listen to that podcast episode because I think weddings are kind of dumb. Like love, love a good party. Don't get me wrong. Love a good party. Had, Had a great time at my wedding. Have no regrets. But like some of the things going up to a wedding where you're like, why am I doing this? And then you're just like, Oh, because it's a weird tradition that somebody told you to do, and then you Google the tradition, and you're like, "This is fucking stupid. Why do people still do this?" So, like, there was a lot of things at my wedding. My mom was like, "Your wedding is very unconventional," and I was like, "Yeah," because when I found out what half of these traditions were, I was like, "This is dumb." Like, the something borrowed, something blue, blah 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 blah. I couldn't figure out what the hell that was, and so me and Aaron's mom Googled it, and she's like, "Oh, the something blue is about purity. So you probably don't need that." (laughs) I was like, "No, I'm good." Like, like this is so dumb. Like, why do we do all these things? I had a really interesting. Thing about flower girls actually, so I I don't know anything about flower girls, but turns out they're supposed to go between you and your bridesmaids, right? Like they're like the last person, like your bridesmaids go up and then then the flower girl and then you. So we were talking about having a flower girl, and I was like, oh, whatever, like I don't really care, like if we want to have one, that's fine. And then when I found out that they go between you and the bridesmaids, I had this like really really strange like physical reaction to the fact that i was being split between my best friends and me and i and i and i said to aaron i was like i i can't do like that. you're no longer
0: a part of them or something in the or, same way
1: yeah or like their energy is being disrupted by a flower girl or something it was so strange there i can't even explain it. and i literally said to aaron i was like i don't know why but i can't have that happen and he was like really and i was like i I can't explain it, but I, my, my entire body feels like it it still feels really, really upset about this. And it's just like those weird things where it's like, well, then do I look like a weirdo because I don't want to be separated from like, no, like screw it. It's your day. You pay for it. You do whatever you want anyways. But now that you mention it, Aaron and I recorded for Patreon, like a little like pre-wedding episode. It was like really short. And, um, I was talking about how I was really upset about a friend of mine, not coming to the wedding. And after we finished recording, he's like, shit. Do you think that they're going to think that's Sarah? And I was like, oh, because I was, re- I was really mad. at." This Maybe boy. this
0: is why my DMS have been a little blown up. I actually remember you bringing to that conversation that you were upset with a friend who just recently canceled. And you were like, I'm so grateful the way that you handled this
1: yeah, because it's different. Totally. And I, I, I said to Aaron after that, I was like, no, like it's definitely not, they, they are, they're they not going to think it's Sarah. Cause I, I specifically said that I went to this person's house and we were driving home from their house. So like, I was like, no, no, no. They're going to know that that's not Sarah, but maybe that is why it kind of. I also
0: just think we really underestimate the way that our community, I, I don't even think about people that listen to our podcasts as listeners. Like they're like in community with us, right. Because we interact with them a lot. But I think we underestimate the way that they are really invested in our lives and particularly like our dynamic and our relationship. And I do know that people, and I know because I'm not tooting our horn, right? We don't really think anything good about ourselves. <laughs> no.
1: We hate ourselves most We hate
0: ourselves. So that's hot. Yeah. Um, which is probably why I fucked more people than God, but um. Did God, that's a bad and That's a bad Satan. Maybe. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, God has blamed
1: over a lot of people to be fair, but
0: yeah, maybe like Hugh Hefner. I don't know, but, um, that is, I'm off track now. That is why I think people are in the DMS asking us that they are really invested in our relationship and we are in community with them. And like, we want to know how they're doing and they want to know how we're doing. So I think it was probably more just like. Cause I don't think it was anyone from Patreon. Maybe. I don't know.
1: Either way, the grounds cleared up now. It had nothing to do with that. Yeah. I was mad at my other friend because her excuse for not coming to the wedding was really fucking stupid. Whereas like Sarah's is valid. So I, it, it had nothing to do with Sarah. If you're a Patreon listener and you were like, "Oh, that tea is being spilt." It's not being spilt. Yeah. I just don't say names on podcasts. Actually, ironically, I probably would have said Sarah's name had it been Sarah, but I don't say other people's names. So, And
0: like, let's be real. We are so boring. And like, you just got categorically more boring now that you're married <laughs> and I am always boring. So there's absolutely no tea here. I mean, there's some tea, but like, it's not about us.
1: (laughs) Oh, girl. If we had the, yeah, if we didn't. Don't you wish we like
0: were unethical and we could just like talk about the things we like sometimes really want to talk about, but like, that's not fair. And I do,
1: but that's what separates us from the people that we would be talking about. That's the difference.
0: Exactly. We're not, we're not in the (laughs) drums, but, um, (laughs) Yeah. So what else? Is there anything else?
1: Uh, I think the only other thing is super feelers will also be coming back. We'll be scheduling super feelers in the next couple of weeks, just kind of figuring out our schedules. So I, I don't yes. know. And super feelers will remain the same for all of you. Like I don't think anything's going to change for the actual participant.
0: I think what you can expect from Lori and I moving forward and immediately is our last episode was like really fun about red flags and relationships. So we're going to record together about green flags and relationships. And most of you know that Andrew and I broke up last f- winter into the spring for like two months and Lori and I and Andrew still have to like get on and record about it. So I think that'll be probably fun. And there might be some, some tea there, but I think people can expect more interaction maybe with Andrew from me. There's just, cause there's been a lot of like progress in our relationship and the things that he's learned. And so yeah, some teasers.
1: Sweet. Love it. And yeah, I yeah. think I honestly, I think we recorded an episode about that breakup, but we never published it. So you should go back and look. Yeah. In the vault. In the vault, but it didn't involve Andrew. No, it didn't. It didn't, but it might be an interesting, like, even just a Patreon precursor or something. But totally, anyhow,
0: anyways, y'all. So, we love you and we hope you're all um, getting ready for fall and thinking about your Halloween costumes. I have um, some good ideas.
1: I saw yours on Instagram. Your good ideas, and I loved them both.
0: Well, I have one more good idea. So, Andrew wants to be, um, Tammy Faye and what's his name? Baker, which are like very like big historically anyways, televangelists Mm. and literally you need to Google Tammy Baker right now. You're going to poop when you see a photo of her because I can't wait to be her. Oh, Tammy Faye. And what's his name? Baker. What's his? Yeah. She's amazing and we love her and I can't wait to dress up like her, but I told Andrew that I want him to carry around a Bible that we um glue in like very um graphic porn photos into.
1: <laughs> and like some
0: like really good gay porn too.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, it can't be straight porn. No, no, no. That's hilarious. And some
0: like really rad, like hot threesome porn. So Anyways, guys, we love you so much and we're so excited to bring the pod back and continue to love and support y'all and explore the very unique lived experience that is borderline personality disorder.
1: 100%. Love you guys. See you soon.
0: Hi, friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Bold Beautiful Borderline Podcast. Lori and I are so grateful that you're here with us on this journey and We can't wait to dive into more topics in the future with you all about borderline and even have some more fun and exciting guests to join us on the podcast. If you really enjoyed this episode, we would love if you would rate, review and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. We would also love to see you interact with us on social media and on our Patreon page. The links to that are included in the show notes. So check us out there. We would be incredibly honored to get to know you all as you get to know us and our recovery stories. We love you and we'll see you next time.